Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, listeners of Lower Your Expectations. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is actually a very exciting episode for us. How are you doing, Matt? Good? I'm very good. There's a camera pointing directly in my face. How are you? I'm great. So this is why we're excited, because for the first time ever, we are trying to record this podcast with cameras I'm looking at the camera it feels weird because usually this is obviously just me and Matt in a room but we've now got some cameras up because what we want to try experimenting with is putting some snippets from the podcast on my YouTube channel basically if we seem nervous at all that might be why <laughs> nervous <laughs> for, the, for, for the normal listeners for the listeners at home um, have you never filmed a video before is this are you quite I'm, nervous mate I'm absolutely fine I'm more concerned for you <laughs> I can right. see you shaking I was trying to get the camera on my good side but you weren't having any of it were you yeah Matt comes in and he's honestly like oh can, can you put the camera like in this corner behind me basically where there's not any space <laughs> and i was like matt get my agent involved <laughs> <laughs> i'm your agent <laughs> but you've been away you've been as always out and about what have you been up to traveling the world <laughs> yeah. but you've been to tomorrowland haven't you? i have been to tomorrowland and <laughs> if for people who don't know what it is i always used to think it was like they, they, the festival didn't exist because on right. Facebook, you'd always see, you know, there's like those viral videos. Yeah. Like, this is the new festival you need to go to. And yeah. I was like, oh, that looks cool. But what is it? Is it real? But you've now been. So it hey, is real. You sound a bit simple saying that. <laughs> yeah. That's like me going, oh, is Glastonbury real? <laughs> no, because it looks so like, futuristic. No, I, I do understand what like you that. mean. But it is one of the biggest festivals in yeah. the world like 180,000 people go it's yes yeah, a lot of people in one weekend and they do two weekends so 360,000 people go in it's mental and it what music is it? it's like house music so it's house or... music although that's what it started as but that's kind of branching out now so it's predominantly house music but there are there were hip-hop acts there there were pop acts there um, yeah Dua Lipa was there wasn't she yeah Dua Lipa was there Lil Pump your favorite uh, was there was he? did yeah. you see it no I didn't <laughs> Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> Probably one of my favourite festivals I've been to just because there was so much to do around seeing the acts. Like, obviously, you go to a festival to see people perform. And the thing with house music is, I'm into house music, but I wouldn't say I kind of necessarily listen to it in my day-to-day life. Yeah. But at a festival, obviously, it becomes so euphoric. It's in the moment. You're partying. Everyone's going wild. What Tomorrowland's different to a lot of other festivals is, is it's not just a big open space from stage to stage. It's like a little world. They've created this world and you walk through the world to get to each festival. That's it's amazing. Cool. It's honestly so amazing. So is there different themes for different bits? Yeah. Yeah, there are. But I was excited when I heard you were going and I knew you were there. I saw something go viral on Facebook and it was this guy called oh. Salvatore Ganacci. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he just looked like an, a meme, basically. Well, well, you text me saying, "Did you see this guy?" And I didn't. I was. I didn't click at the time, and I was just like, "No." And then you sent me a link to watch it, and it's this. Basically, he's a bit of a meme DJ. <laughs> I don't know if he's making fun of what what stereotypical DJs do, or he's just loving life, a bundle of joy. It turned out I did actually see him at this kind of job thing I was doing at the time they basically brought some chefs over from Vegas and put on this food 
and they partnered the chefs with a DJ and he was the DJ they partnered the chefs with and he came out it was an hour set inside this sort of cool venue he had so much energy he was jumping up on the deck he was so like funny. thrusting the air he there was a bit I saw in this video because he did a set during the day as well didn't he mm-hmm. on the main stage and he was just saying to people, just relax your anuses. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> he's, he was fun. And there's another bit where he's like, he puts, because he's got really long hair. And he was standing, he's like, guys, guys, I'm going to do the drop in a minute. But look how fucking awesome my hair looks in the wind. <laughs> and I went in front of the massive fan. I was like, what no, is he, he doing? He is ama- <laughs> honestly, I, he is amazing. You had some interesting experiences there, didn't you? Well, yeah, there was a lot of Germans there. And I was there with Steffi and obviously she is quite well known in Germany so there was like a lot of photo opportunities she was so lovely she was speaking to everyone she was taking loads of photos but when it came to like us enjoying our time sort of in the rave or like because we were with a bunch of friends as well and just enjoying the music or whatever there were times when people came up and asked her for a picture and she was like politely she's like oh thank you but at the moment like I'm just trying to enjoy this moment that she's in and a lot of people really respected that and just walked away but some people kind of got annoyed at her and then they walked away and then they just started filming us from a distance and trying to take pictures of us and trying to take selfies like with us in the background dancing kissing hugging whatever we were doing i didn't personally think that was okay it got to a point when i just went up to the guy and was like hey man i don't think this is cool like we've asked you to respect not taking photos or videos of us right at this time i don't think it makes it okay to then stand aside and film us when we're trying to enjoy our time and people got really annoyed and got really angry and one guy just kept doing it and he didn't listen and i was like well it's just uncomfortable for us so we're just gonna have to move and find a different place but what are they doing with that footage where is it going well, what are they it's... it's a really hard one because i'm like people might listen to this and say oh you know you should expect that because you guys put yourself out there and you're online and your personalities but yeah but you're choosing when that I f- is. yeah i feel like sometimes you are allowed to draw that line and and say hey look we're just dancing we're, we're kissing we're hugging whatever and i don't want that to be filmed it's not it's like our time. What, what were you doing, mate? Well, kissing and whatever. What's we the, were fucking what's the... <laughs> in the middle of the festival. That's what we're doing. No, but like, it's just, I try and spin it to other people. It's like, how would you like it if you're walking along the road or whatever and someone starts filming you 10 metres in front of you? It's like, you feel uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's unnerving, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's taking you out of the moment that you're in sort of thing where you're not thinking about anything else and you're suddenly, like, oh, great. Yeah. Being filmed. Yeah. And a lot of people really respect it and it's really nice and it's like, I really really like having conversations with people so i'm absolutely it's just that element of it filming when you're not you must have felt like a zoo animal that's how they must feel yeah just people just staring at them and then well there's some people so another experience i told you briefly about was i was on a flight from germany back home i get there and there's a school trip in like in checking queuing in front of me and they sort of some of them recognized me and none of them sort of came and asked me for a picture or said hi or like anything they all just sort of stood in the line and started filming me and taking pictures of me and I just felt I was on my own I was like I just feel really uncomfortable they came up to me and were like hey can I have a picture I'd be like 100% of course and more yeah. than happy that made me feel uncomfortable and the only reason I'm telling you that because in contrast I got to the I told you this I got to the front I'm, I wasn't on the flight apparently they cancelled my ticket so that was fun so the next flight I got put on there was another school trip <laughs> The same situation in check-in. But the first person from the school who saw me came up to me and was like, hey, can I get a picture? I was like, of course. And then the rest of the people came. The conveyor belt happened. Yeah, but like, (laughs) I would much rather that so I can have a conversation with someone, I can take the picture, then be filmed when I'd like... Yeah, also, I guess you're in control of that environment as well. Yeah, a little bit. Is this this a PSA? Is this a public service announcement? 
Well, there's some people who have started filming in those scenarios. They've started filming the pe- the person back. Well, that's stupid. Well, it's a, it, it's a bit of taste of your own medicine. Yeah, isn't sure, it? but that's like the people who moan about plastic and stuff. So they go into a supermarket and take it all out the plastic and leave it there. It's like you're not fixing the problem, are you? Yeah, okay, you're you're making a point, but yeah, that doesn't fix the problem. That just makes it a nightmare for the staff. That- well, so I, I, yeah, I don't think you can compare it to that because you're not <laughs> causing a nightmare for anyone. You're not. True. It's just it's a point of saying, look, what you're doing is not, not actually very yeah. cool. What you guys did is the most sensible way of doing it. If you say don't film me, then they still do it. You're like, well, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> knock you out? Well, yeah. Well, no, no you're not going to knock them <laughs> out. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but what but, are they doing? But I question myself. Like, I question: Am I allowed to be able to say that? I don't, I don't know. Of course you are. I don't know. Like, of course you are. I feel bad saying that. Just because the press get away with it doesn't mean that everyone <laughs> should get away with it, should they? Well, now we're filming. It's going to start happening to you, buddy. No, it's not. <laughs> Someone asked me actually the weekends. Oh, do you get recognised a lot? Not for a year. Like it happened like once in the supermarket. That's a call out to you guys. Matt wants to. This is what I look like. <laughs> Come find me. He always wears that hat as well. Always wears it. Like a Pokemon character. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you strapped in? Yes. The, the little lights on, it says seatbelts now on, please. You look very uncomfortable. No, I'm not time. uncomfortable. I'm ready. I'm, I'm strapped in. I'm okay. ready. So here we go. Oh, vroom, vroom. The, the car's going. And wait, we fit 75 mile an hour. We're taking off. We're going into the stratosphere. You look over there. Oh, that's IGTV. It's not. It's doing okay. It's not doing amazing though. It's like kind of fading. And then you got Snapchat. And then wait a minute. What's that? It's Elon Musk. And he's got a sign. And what does it say, Marcus? It says... Digital world. Did you enjoy your trip? Are you going to fly again with Matt Bentley Viney Airways? Do you know what I'm excited for? To see you do that with Jack Maynard. No, I'm not going to. I, I absolutely can't no, wait. Going. I absolutely no, I'm not going cannot to. wait. We never do that with guests. Well, we don't do digital world. We That's do just when a they're a YouTuber. Matt and Marcus thing. We don't do that with anyone else. <laughs> We're in the digital world. A lot is going on in the YouTube space. Holy shit. We've both got our, our tea here. Ready to spill it. Wait, is that was there's a knock on the door? Hang on. Oh, did we order some beef? Medium rare, please. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> cool. How can we talk about anything else other than Logan Paul and KSI and PewDiePie right now? Yeah, do you think people are getting sick of it? Probably. I am. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> no, you're into it now because I was a bit oh, of a fanboy. Like, oh my Jesus. God, have you seen this? Have you seen that? But now you're 
caught up this I, weekend you've caught up i have caught up and where do we start i feel a bit overwhelmed i feel like so everyone knows but just a slight recap S- slight recap ksi uh, is fighting logan paul end of august 25th oh, we're not giving them promo no, that's what they always tickets do, on it? sale link in bio like, we'll see august 25th obviously to build hype towards that the two are going at each other Harry lots not. of things are going on in the social media space and it's kind of entertaining to to glance in at and laugh at both the cringeness of it and also <laughs> the hilarity of some of it but, but like you said when we last spoke about a couple of episodes ago it is put like youtube is on the map because of it for better or for worse it's like in the uk yeah, yeah, it's, all it's, the tabloids are picking yeah, up yeah of on course it it's and... a game it is a game changer in terms of pushing youtube content it's fascinating yeah. and it is really exciting in that respect it's getting the same kind of views as professional top label fighters getting so in that respect amazing in other respects, it's, it's getting a bit out of hand. All right. Firstly, seeing as we're in the UK, Logan had a an interview scheduled or already recorded with BBC Radio 1. and With KSI. With it? KSI. And it was with Charlie, Charlie Sloth. They decided not to air it because when they were sort of promoing it, there was a lot of backlash on Twitter from people saying, how can you give Logan this space when he did all of these things in the past? Correct? Correct. The tweet they put out was, We were going to hear from Logan Paul and KSI in their boxing match, but after listening back to the interview, we don't feel it's right. We understand some of your strong views on Logan, but ultimately, if we don't think the interview is good enough, we don't air it. Ooh. That was a bit spicy, wasn't it? What? It was a bit spicy. My point of view, which I said to you, I don't believe that at all. Them claiming if they don't believe an interview is not good enough, they don't air it. I'm sorry. You've got two crazy characters who are extremely arrogant and have huge personalities. There's no way that interview's not encaptivating or interesting. I think they're just scared of the public. They've gone, oh shit, we don't want to piss people off. We can't post this interview. Because when they first teased it, they got some backlash, didn't they? They had people tweeting them saying, how can you give Logan a platform? And I guess I understand because of obviously the Suicide Forest video, which we all know is, you know, it was huge, wasn't it? And it was very ill-judged and everyone agrees with that. I think even Logan's apologised for it. So we all knew about that. They knew about that. You know, it's not as if it's just a YouTube thing. It crossed over into the mainstream, but they still booked the interview in the first place. So essentially they've wasted everyone's time. Themselves, KSI and Logan. Yeah, Logan. I wonder if they got paid for it still. Who? KSI and Logan. I wonder if they got paid to go on. Oh, dude, they're not getting paid to go on. Do you not think? Of course not. No, I don't know. No one's no wondering. no no one's getting paid to go. On. Well, I don't think if they are, that would have shocked being a massive shock. Yeah, it's the biggest radio network in the UK. You're going to go on in terms of it's a promotion tool, isn't it? So yeah, um, I guess because they're still trying to sell. Tickets yeah, they, it would have been promotion and hype for the fight, but for me, it was just a bit tame from the BBC. There is a conspiracy theory that perhaps they booked it knowing it would cause a stir, and never intended on actually releasing what they had done. But, you know, Radio 1 was promoted through it because any publicity is good publicity, right? Charlie Sloth wouldn't have have gone, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'll waste my time just (laughs) for nothing. Like, Charlie Sloth's not getting any promo out of that, is he? No, that's true. So I don't really believe that conspiracy. But do you believe that Logan deserves a second chance? Like, you know, he was obviously booked, so why... Have they pulled well, it? Do, what's a second chance? What are we calling a second chance? Being because... able to do an interview on Radio 1. Yeah, I guess being accepted back into like... Because he was doing a lot of mainstream <sighs> media things like film, TV, yeah. across the board. Yeah. When he clearly seems repentant on what he did. But 
Oh, it's such a hard one. I believe that everyone does fuck up. His fuck up was horrific and one of the worst things that has ever happened on the YouTube platform. However, at the time, he's in this bubble, which I'm not I'm not defending him at all. He's in this bubble. Can you move forwards from those mistakes? Looking at previous people, look at look at people like Chris Brown who have a lot of controversy, look at Kanye West, all these people who have have done crazy things that shock the world in traditional entertainment it seems you have to sort of really do something extremely detrimental sort of harvey weinstein-esque to be removed from that space has he been removed from the space i don't know it's different because he's got the boxing fight yeah and he has his own audience on youtube which still yeah it's not as if youtube have suspended his account or anything yeah well they did for like a month didn't they do you remember they they, Did they just take off his oh t- they stopped ads they, yeah yeah they stopped could ads. still watch couldn't they? yeah so from seeing how he's attempting to change i believe he wants to change and i really do think that he is trying to better himself as an individual and as a brand but i don't fully believe that he truly is comfortable with that at this moment in time i think he's still learning he's still i don't think he can accept this new version of himself at the moment. I think part of the issue is, is it on an authentic change? Or is it a yeah. change out of necessity because well, he can't function yeah. unless he does change? And it goes back to doing the whole documentary thing. Uh, PewDiePie said something quite interesting when he's obviously messed up in the past and had quite a lot of controversial things. A lot of people told him to do a documentary. And he was like, why do I need to do a documentary about it? Because the only reason I'd be doing that is to try and show a better version of myself or show that I've learned or changed. And he was like, I don't want to do that. But Logan, is that Logan's reason for doing it? To, to sort of reignite his career? Yeah, because Logan Paul's currently in the process of making a documentary about, well, he said it's his whole career, but I think it's mainly focusing on this year, isn't it? Yeah. Since it's all gone down the pan. I'm very cynical in the sense that Although, yes, he has been punished, he has still got a huge audience. It hasn't really affected, you know, he's making a lot of money still from merch and things like that. From the press conferences, he does seem to have changed matured, his mentality. Yeah, matured. matured he's, yeah. he's matured. But it wasn't just the Suicide Forest video. That was like the cherry on top of the cake, wasn't yeah. it? Like, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the worst thing. But he was being very obnoxious over there, not like respecting their traditions in Japan so, anyway. So the interesting thing with this, if you watch the Casey interview, yeah. that's a moment of sort of heat between the two because he doesn't believe, Logan doesn't believe that he was culturally insensitive over there. He says he was insensitive, but he was trying to defend the fact that he wasn't culturally insensitive. His, completely his words. What's your thoughts? Oh, it's wrong, isn't it? It's, it's just wrong. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> what do you think? That's why I sort of... Oh, has always got you questioning whether or not he has actually Yeah, yeah. He, I think he still feels a little bit like he's the victim here. And when something like that happens in your life, you really fully need to stand up, hold your hands completely up like, I fucked up more than I could ever possibly imagine. Yeah. But I'm, I really am willing to sort of make amends and, and try and change that. And he's trying that, but he's not fully there. Yeah. So Yeah, you're right. Because if there's any ounce of, you can tell they're not, truly believe yeah. that it rings through yeah really and that that's easily. what i took away from it yeah because while we're talking about pewdiepie he's recently made a, a bit of a catastrophic yeah error too. not on the same magnitude <laughs> as logan or anything like that so everyone knows obviously it was demi lovato who has a history of substance abuse and she had an overdose recently. uh recently at the time of recording this we haven't actually really heard any update i other think than, she's stable yeah she's stable and alive but we, when this comes out there might be Oh, up, details, yeah, yeah, so just to clarify. But around that time, PewDiePie retweeted a meme 
which was taking the piss basically wasn't it about her using money to buy heroin yeah Yeah. buy drugs yeah he fucked up but what kind of annoyed me a bit is he did make a kind of like an apology video in response but there's things i feel like you can joke about and not joke about joking about drug addiction when someone's almost killed themselves i just don't think that's the right time or place to ever make those remarks i really love pewdiepie like i really think he is great but it really angered me watching him say how he was blaming her for her poor decisions etc and i haven't been in that situation people very close to me have been in addiction situations and it's a lot of the time in that when they're in the lowest point they don't have control over their emotions over the the choices they're making like a normal human being and that he didn't seem to fathom that and that upset me he was a little bit too blase about it i thought he was a bit more just you know she's the one that's the you know doing drugs and things i just retweeted the meme I'm like, yeah, I I take what you're saying. I understand that. But I don't know. It it seemed a bit self-centered, like the apology. It was just like he was annoyed he's having to apologize rather than doing an apology. Yeah, it didn't feel that sincere. You know, he he did say something very nice in it. Well, not nice, but like realizing that when someone is at their lowest, knocking them, you know, it should be support that they need yeah. not someone else doing that and i respect him for acknowledging that yeah but because in fairness to him he did delete the tweet within like two hours yeah and he tweeted you know apologizing yeah yeah so i get where he's coming from when as soon as he had actually apologized for the tweet i don't think anyone would have said anything but, but actually did that yeah, yeah actions have consequences though don't they and it's like well, of course when yeah. you're the most subscribed youtuber in the world you anything anything you do negatively unfortunately is going to get spoken out about well this is where we go back to second chances isn't it and it just seems to me i'm the same as you you know he's one of my favorite youtubers but how many chances is he going to get and how many chances (laughs) other youtubers going to get yeah it's hard hard. if logan did that tweet after what he's done yeah i don't think he could come back from it yeah it is for some reason yeah but that's because if you were to lay on out on a scale how bad is what logan did versus the things pewdiepie did they're not sort of in the same no. at the same number on the scale are they so bottom line though the joke wasn't even funny that's what i'm so annoyed about because there's loads of shock comedians yeah and normally you're like oh my god like i shouldn't be laughing but i am it's like this yeah. wasn't even worth it it was such a shit meme yeah just to round all of this up i think i said this to you in defense to youtubers the only thing that i can think of you know why does this happen or why, what's going on is compared to like traditional celebrities, the, you know, musicians, actors and people like that. When you're the, the biggest musician in the world, Justin Bieber, these, whoever, you have teams around you, but much bigger teams with a lot more experience than I think YouTubers have. And if it comes to making a bad decision when you're in that moment of time, I just feel that a lot of traditional entertainment stars have a stronger, more experienced team around them than you know Felix I don't think he has any uh, he's, uh, probably has a manager but he doesn't have like a team of people like looking over everything he does and yeah. which is not that's the beauty of what we do you know no one does sort of control that but at the same time you open yourself up I think yeah you're right it's not handled as smoothly as it could be yeah like the the response to these because naturally it happens you know traditional celebrities do it i think humans do it don't they but it's your response and obviously people pay a lot of money to have good teams who can control these i mean donald trump is well the the best at it yeah (laughs) as 
as how I many said, second and, chances does he get? <laughs> and people fuck up. We're human beings. We make mistakes in everyday life. It's yeah. just who's looking in on those mistakes yeah. and. Well, that's what makes it interesting because it'd be very boring if we were all the same. And we can all create drama about it. (laughs) (laughs) In summary, can YouTubers please stop making mistakes and ruining it for the rest of them? Oh, it's never going to (laughs) happen. It's never going to happen. It's not, is it? It feels like every week there's another story about another big YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it goes back to the good news, bad news thing, doesn't it? No one's ever going to report the good news. No. Yeah, Yeah, that is very true. But we would like to hear your your guys' thoughts as always. So if you have strong opinions on any of this, the best way to let us know is on probably Twitter with the hashtag L-Y-E. Stands for lower your expectations. PewDiePie, Logan, if you're listening, watching, you want to come and you know speak your corner, get in touch. <laughs> Add me on WhatsApp. <laughs> Add me on WhatsApp. Yeah, that a thing. I don't know. <laughs> we love this, and you should too, or at least try it. So mine is short but sweet. I went to a new crazy golf in West London. Uh, it was at White City Westfield called Putt Shack. It was amazing. Basically, it's like a digital version of golf almost where each ball has a little chip in it and it knows every time you hit it and when it goes in the hole. Knows your feelings and emotions. <laughs> and you have like a, you have screens on each hole where you've got like the leaderboard. Because in golf normally it's the least shots and points wins. In this, it's the opposite. So on different games, like on one hole, it asks you a question and you have to put it down either true or false. Ooh. And you get points if you're right and wrong. It's, it yeah, it really does sound good. cool. It sounds fun. Yeah. And there was like three different courses. There was like a bar and a restaurant and stuff. Oh. Like, I'm definitely going to go back. Oh, should we go for our three-year anniversary? That's a good... Yeah, we should do that. I'd, yeah, let's do that. Yeah? Our, three, our work anniversary. Just, oh, our just, just, bum just, uh, sex anniversary. <laughs> three years. Next week. Go down there, guys enjoy over to you marcus one of my very good friends tom london he was a magician sort of by trade went on america's got talent and has sort of always had this artistic streak in him has really pushed his art in the last few months and put that as a main focus point that he wants to do and he put on his very first presentation um a couple weeks ago in soho in london and it was amazing i was like genuinely really proud of him his art's really different because it's like combining technology with thought-provoking subjects and it's very unique i haven't seen anything like it before it's kind of displayed on on mirrors and there's graphics that he creates but there's a real deep personal message behind each thing that's sort of a big global issue in the world it was really amazing i was really proud of him and happy for him and by the time you're listening to this i'm not sure if it's still open but can you buy it can you buy it so yeah you can now he's just started to sell them so if you can't see it you should just check his instagram out it's very easy it's tom london and you can see his stuff on there are you ready always for a big question let's do it so the big question is where I go away, find some articles, have a little read. They're normally quite weird. And then from that, I'll get a question, pass it over to Marcus and your good selves who are listening, 
and we all come up with a little answer. Let's go. A man is angry that people keep pretending to have sex with his hedge. <laughs> if you click on the article, you'll see a lovely picture. Basically, this guy, Keith Tyson, he's really annoyed because he's made this amazing hedge as a woman and it, she does look naked. She's got a chain on. Not chain, I'm talking about a necklace. And she's named Gloria, but people keep mimicking sex moves with her. Oh, God, it's not his, like, past wife, is it? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Normally, it's early in the morning, so I think people have had a On few shandies. And... They get between her legs and pretend to have sex with her. Right. Where's this going? <laughs> oh, God, I really worry that it is a memorial to his past wife or something. Oh, that, that makes me sad. I don't think it is. I think you've just taken that and ran with it. I think it is just... Uh, he said he wasn't planning on doing a naked lady when he started cutting the hedge. Uh, but it just came from a previous idea and morphed into Gloria, into this... Okay. Who people have enjoying her glory hole (laughs) but yeah so poor guy Um, my question to you is would you do it yes no it's not (laughs) what is your most prized possession because people keep having sex with his (laughs) Uh, my girlfriend that is the most moist answer I've ever heard in this (laughs) podcast (laughs) Oh, that is that is sweet. <laughs> well, I can't. They just say, "Oh, my wife." What, like, what was yours going to be? Well, no, come it on. Makes me sound like a come dick. on. Tell me what yours is going to be. <laughs> Record collection. Yeah, but I guess everyone knows yeah. that Gemma is because I put a ring on it. Oh, so covering that, everyone absolute knows that backtrack city. No, it's not. <laughs> so second to my girlfriend would be. I've got one. Okay. for you. Okay, your coffee machine. What? You love coffee. If my house was on fire, I wouldn't pick that up and wouldn't it wouldn't be the first thing I pick up and run out the house with. That's a good way of looking at it, Yeah. So you'd pick your record collection no. up rather than Gemma. Nice. Yeah, oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my girlfriend. And that was this week's big question. What If you had one thing you could take out of a burning building, guys, what would it be? Tweet in at hashtag L-Y-E. And we'll read a few out next week. You sound like someone on Smooth Radio when you speak like Hello, that. Hello, we're listening to Smooth Radio. I'm Bentley Viney and I'm with Marcus Butler. How's it going? Why you... Do you like that voice? No. It's a bit seedy. <laughs> if I go a bit closer, how's it going? What are you up to? You sound so creepy. That's how I imagine you if listening? you were single, you'd chat someone up. No, in a bar. it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> And that was this week's big question. Mate, it's, it's really creepy. I wish the cameras were still rolling. See you next week, guys. Give us five stars. Oh, my God. You won't regret it. Honestly, you sound like a serial killer. <laughs> you honestly sound like a serial killer. Want to play a game? Oh, it's, it's really creeping me out. Genuinely. I don't have headphones on. It's really creepy. Is it? Yeah, because it's too, like... Can you see my eyes as well? No, but it's not, like... I want to kill you. It's not like that. It's just, oh, it just makes me feel weird. I got goosebumps. Say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching your Instagram stories. Marcus. Oh, it's really freaking me out. Did you have a good time at Tomorrowland? Can I end the podcast now? <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. If you want to see any of the clips, they'll be on the Just Marcus YouTube channel. So head on over there. And we will see you guys next week 
with Mr. Jack Maynard. See you then, guys. Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. 